I think the next Scarecrow episode, obviously, we, we will not be talking for this long. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I think we like, because we crammed up hell of a lot of shit in there. How are you? How is this episode? <laughs> insane, right? It was insane. I wanted to uh, first touch on two other things, though. One is a revisit to um, the last episode when you were mentioning the ties to the Nolan universe, and I totally missed this at the time, but I was thinking about it before, and I was like, why didn't I bring that up? Um, giving The Joker giving a time limit for Batman to save the day that happens in Joker. I mean, in the dark Knight. So I thought, I just thought it does make sense for us to, after you said that, right. uh, and I was like, wait a second, it was made after, but I think those ties are, I was seeing, th- I was thinking about that while I was watching it. And then like, when we were talking about it on this pod, I'm like, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad you kind of understood what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, that was made afterward. I'm like, uh, then I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, but that's exactly right. Because I think, and I, I know, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure that Christopher Nolan was using the animated series for um, Ab- for, for source material. or you know, Absolutely. And, yeah. And Absolutely. 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 And, and it's common source material because they're, they're, this one's more largely... Uh, taken from like the original source material being the comic books. Um, number two, number two was uh, during the during the day today because uh, I don't want I didn't want to watch episode four yet. This was um, um, I watched the beginning part of Batman versus Superman. Oh, you did? It was on, yeah. It was on. It was on Netflix, and it was like the thirty ninth, the thirty ninth file uh, video that I found. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do this because I was on my laptop anyway. I just needed something kind of in the background. But I, one thing I thought, I think they, what I like, they did the exposition on the background to how Batman became Batman again from you know slightly different story, but similar, same story really. Obviously, Um, I think. Ben Affleck, and I do like Ben Affleck. So do I. That he actually makes a very good Bruce Wayne. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see him as Batman because by the time he was Bruce Wayne for the majority of the first half of that movie, and I did not see him as Batman. I don't even think once. Uh, and then, well, obviously, once Superman comes, I'm like, this is, this is kind of fantasy, and I didn't like it at all anymore. But like the first 20 minutes, I liked. I just like the setting that they created for um, um, Wayne Manor, uh, and so I, I was just I was trying to give it a shot. And uh, after once Superman came, and and then uh, I actually even saw up to the point where Wonder Woman showed up, and I'm like, this is not oh the, God. this is not the same I universe. Love, and I like Wonder Woman. I like I like uh, Wonder Woman a lot, but I uh, you know I love Linda Carter Carter series. That's my favorite. But um, wait, what I is your favorite like Wonder Woman her. series, or is your favorite what? I she's my fa- favorite yeah. actress as Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, okay. There's only been two though. I know. 
you, you made it seem like you made it seem like it's been rebooted a handful of times. She's she's great, but all the other characters are in it. I like when it's just one superhero. I don't like when there are like a whole gang of uh, superheroes. It's just not my thing, like saving the world kind of thing. Well, yeah, and that's where uh, we were talking about on, on previously, and we'll continue to talk about it as we go through this, is that we like Batman because he is human, he is of Earth, and his, you know, his strength and his equipment, everything is of Earth. And although <laughs> although his villains become more and more fantastical, and we'll be seeing a little bit that of that moving forward. And Gastu is also human. The Scarecrow. Yeah, well, that's a good tie to get it back on track here. So, season um, season one, episode three, by way of uh, DVD. Um, see, um, but on HBO Max, as I'm assuming everyone is watching this through HBO Max, it was season one, episode ten, Nothing to Fear. We introduce, uh, or we get introduced to the Scarecrow. Um it's a return to a classic Batman story. Absolutely love this. This is like, uh-huh. I wish this was episode two. <laughs> you know, just a little bit with the Christmas with the Joker thing. Just like a little hangover effect with so the Christmas with the Joker. remember when I said by the third one, I get, I always get hooked. And like, this was the third one. It was my, it was like a revelation for me. Revealing that like. This, this series has got legs. It's got legs. It's got legs. And yeah. I feel like I feel like it had to go. I agreed kind of with this order. I cannot believe that they were able to get that much content into twenty three minutes. That's true. It 20... is insane. The, the, whole, the whole story, the whole story, his whole development as character. So this is there. I mean, unlike the Joker, and. They did a little bit of this in Batman, the original Man Bat episode that we saw, episode one. Um, they did a lot of exposition on the Scarecrow, like who he was, how he got there. In fact, the Scarecrow cronies, he's like, "What was what was that, boss?" Like, <laughs> like when he gave him the the toxin, and then like, "How do you not know who? Why are you calling him boss if you don't know how he's powerful? Like, what uh, what what did you do to him?" What because makes they're... what makes him boss? Like it's just like he was. What are they renta renta stooges? Renta cronies? No, all of them, if you notice, all of like whatever they are, the street dogs or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them, or the gangsters or whatever, they they make them like have zero character, like just stupid, like <laughs> stupid. But but this, I mean, I think it also it reiterates the fact, or just it it does. Um, you know, underline the fact that this character does need to be introduced to the public. Joker had n- required no introduction. You see him in the jail cell. You're not like, who is that? Why is he there? Um, Arkham Asylum, sorry. You see him in Arkham Asylum. You see his makeup or his white face, if it's not makeup. And you're like, that's the Joker. This is classic. The Scarecrow never made it into the Batman 66 series. The, uh, the Scarecrow wasn't in the Batman 89 you know, uh, four movie um, storyline, story arc. This is, I mean, and, and I loved Batman Begins primarily, or maybe because, because they introduced two characters that I really wasn't yeah. familiar with. And Bane, yeah. yeah. Well, Bane's in Batman, that's in Batman, th- the third one. The but third, like, third one, too. But Ra's al Ghul and 
uh, as a villain uh, who trains him, and then and then Scarecrow. And, and for, for just a couple of points as we go through this, let's hit all these things, obviously. But Gotham State University, I love that name. They didn't, yes. they didn't go with University of Gotham. They didn't go with something a little bit more pretentious. I, I, I just, I want a, sw- a hoodie that says Gotham State University on it. I'm going to be looking for that. So do I. Or a poster. Maybe, Got- maybe, you, maybe you could sell it as merch. Yeah, we'll have merch with yeah Gotham State U. Um, That's we, pretty dope, right? We meet Summer Gleason, the person from the previous episode, the Joker episode. The the woman that was unnamed in the three yeah. the three lawfuls, and there's definitely something going on with Bruce and Summer. A pleasant surprise, she says to him. You know, I mean, <laughs> like because Why he's he's the wealthiest guy in the world. You know, from the Gotham perspective, he's like, and we're gonna get into a lot of that today. He's got this family like legacy that he's living up to. He's the huge donor. Everyone knows him. Why wouldn't she have expected him at Gotham State University for a you know a fundraiser, right? So, oh, a pleasant surprise. So I just I think that's that, yeah. And then that, Doctor Long basically called him self-centered, jet-setting playboy. Yeah, the jet-setting playboy. So like those two go right together. Like at the same time, she's like a pleasant surprise, and he starts ripping on him hard in this elevator. He knew his father. The longest elevator ride in history from from Bruce's perspective. He's like, what is this going to end? Actually, it's one of the most important parts in the movie, basically, because that is like his father is brought into that like conversation i didn't expect that too he's like the reason well i'll get into that after with my if you give me a couple moments later on no 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 no, do it right now no 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 because it's it's not really that great of a time there'll be a better time to talk about that in the extra minutes uh may uh when your father was alive he starts that like man i did not see that coming one it's heavy material uh-huh. I remember I looked over at Henry. I'm like, oh my goodness, he's being cruel to him. Um, but yeah, that, that I mean, that part of this storyline, like you just referred to it as the movie, and it, which is funny because it is so deep in its 22 minutes that it does feel like a movie. You know what I mean? There's just so much. In fact, after a rewatch, I'm like, there's still a lot more to go. You know, halfway through, and you're like, wait a second, there's still more to go. It, it, there's, it's chock full. There's no dull moment in this. There's it's no. So incredible. I the, feel like we're talking so fast because there's so much stuff. There's like, no to talk. About. There's no like, wasted there's no script. Uh, like, do you know how hard it is to write a script like that in 20 minutes and have it cover that much? content well it makes it makes it it does make it easier when you do the exposition he tell uh, he talks about his entire story later on um he explains his toxin you know they do exposition as way of telling you know telling us about him so that that is a a cheat code to doing a lot more character development all at once but like and he needed it but it was still a lot and they did it right they didn't rush it you know what I mean? They, right. they show him as a kid. They show him going to school. They show him doing all these studies and tests. And, and yeah, but going back to the cronies, now that you mentioned it, though, though, what? Well, arachnophobia, what? Like, they were, like, yeah, literally just... dumb. You know, and they, and it, I mean, they, there must be a stable of renta, rental cronies that, like, at wherever the Gotham 
Uh, Gotham really calling from the bottom of uh, <laughs> the barrel. Gotham villains just drive by a warehouse and there's just like a, or a bus station and there's like 80 cronies just waiting to like take get on ride like hey just call me boss for the rest of the night and I'll just give you direction you know I'll give you 50 bucks just call me boss all night call me boss and ask stupid questions well yeah ask questions if you have to but uh, you know you know let's just listen to me just just follow my instructions um I, this me this one meant a lot to me uh, for obvious reasons, um, it the tie to and the parallels with my the most important movie of all time, Batman Begins. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's just it nailed it. It, nailed it. it felt like I was watching a prequel to Batman Begins, or mm-hmm. more like I, a I, um, the same thing. More like um, a uh, like a rough draft of Batman Begins is probably a better way of saying it. at least that portion of Batman Begins like like Christopher Nolan when he was he's like hey let's watch some episodes of that the you know uh, the animated yeah, series he, get, he gets to episode three he's like this is it we're gonna use this story you know what I mean and look at the way he's like look at the costume actually on the scarecrow because the scarecrow doesn't always look like that that's similar to that movie too I love the slender the slender scarecrow. Yeah, he had, adds so much that he's some other, um See some other scarecrows. They look nothing like that. Let's, they're, like they're more deformed faces and all that. Not the basic actual like hood that um, they used in the scarecrow hood uh, that they used in um, the Nolan movie too. We're going to take a quick second here. My, uh, yeah, my, young, my youngest son, Henry has uh, entered uh, entered the podcast studio. I'm going to be switching over the microphone to the Yeti. I've got like six things. Um, f- I, a bunch of questions. Um, first, why is Doctor Long so mad at Bruce? Um, for like, he's like, you really disappointed your family name. Like, why is he so mad? All right. Yeah. No, that's true. Like, I was surprised by it. We talked about that just before you joined us. Like. Where did he, where, what, like, it was really mean what he said to yeah. Bruce. Like, that wasn't that the longest elevator ride in his life? Yeah. <laughs> Being told how he's, he's worthless and his dad is, would be upset with him? Uh, two, so the girl from last, uh, episode, um, jo- Joker. Christmas with the Joker? Yeah, Christmas with the Joker. That girl, Mommy, Mommy Lawful was actually this girl named Summer. Yep. Like the reporter. Yeah, we find that out later. Like we had yeah. no idea the entire uh, episode until we see this episode. And when the scarecrow is like trying to burn the Batman in the vault, uh, like what was his signal? He's like, okay, when I give you my signal, he was just looking at Batman, and then the guy just came down. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah we'll talk about that in a little bit. Like. We were talking about how these goons are just not that smart. Yeah. And they're taking instructions, but specifically he's like, wait for my signal. And then there wasn't essentially a signal at all. So that was funny to see. And then four, why is uh, Mr. Long so desperate for money? I mean, in these times, yeah, I, I bet you're like going to be like, can you please give me mo- money? But like you're, he's ho- hovering over... Uh, the donation box, donation box, like seeing how much money they put on these checks that they're. And we talked about about this yesterday when we watched oh. it. The, the, Mr. Long or Professor Long or Doctor Long, whatever his name actually is in the show, he might be a villain in the future. Yeah, yeah. He might be doing something bad with this money. 
And when the blimp explodes, when it hits the side of the building, I know this is like a common thing that happens in a bunch of um, movie episodes, but how did they not get hit by like the pieces falling from the blimp? I mean... No injuries. Yeah, no injuries. <laughs> and six, so um, Scarecrow at the end, he, he when he got sprayed with his bat... Um, Bat, toxin. To- toxin spray. He was actually afraid of bats all along because the thing he saw was a huge bat, and and I guess he was afraid of bats the whole time. That was awesome. That uh, Henry took his own notes here. Henry, thank you so much for all your notes. Great commentary. Really enjoy. Really enjoy watching this with you. Looking forward to more notes like this. Yeah. That was some hardcore note taking. I know. He, he, he on the second viewing, he's like, yeah, like he, he on the second viewing, he's like, I want to grab some notes too, and he wrote down these six things, and these are like the beginning of like a college level thesis. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, and he had some great catches too in there. Like so, it's a really bad point. I'm glad that he yeah he noticed that we'll go through a few of these as we go through them too because uh, one. Um, Dr. Long, so mad at Bruce. Yeah, that it was like, where does he come off like this? We're going to learn more about Dr. Long. It just sounds like it. It, was, it seems like there's some history there. He mentions the girl from the Joker. I love the fact that he even picked up on that. Like, because again, we didn't know her name. You'd have to just kind of remember kind of a little bit how she yeah, talked. Yeah, like. I, didn't, I didn't catch that. Um, And then I, his last point, and I think we're going to talk about that a lot uh, um, as we go through this, but like, the scarecrow, it goes to that circular nature and the I, I refer to it as poetry here. Um, that it is sweet that Crane gets caught by his own toxin and his fear is bats. Okay, you keep talking about something I have to jump in on yeah, now. Please do. Uh, because, um, you know, this might be the perfect segue into it. Because I um, wrote how many times it, that everybody was gassed. Okay. Because uh, first, the guard was gassed and he had to fear of the spiders. Um, and then he gasses Batman. And Batman is basically afraid of disappointing his father, mm-hmm. being shamed, you know, shaming the family name. Mm-hmm. And then he gasses the professor and he sees, the, you know, the skeleton hand bones. So, like, the fear of dying comes into play. And then he gets Batman again, right? Mm-hmm. And then this is basically the entire, I feel like this is so huge right here. Um, he's like, you're not, uh, he had to face his father, like his fear. You're not my father. I'm not a disgrace. I am vengeance. I am the knight. Oh, I love that. I am Batman. And this is the, this is when, this is basically how he ultimately, ultimately beats the scarecrow. He had to be able to fight, like battle that demon. Accept his darkness too. And accept the darkness. Like, I love that. Um, I, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. I oh, love, and then I'll, I love I'll just that finish. statement. That uh, should be. That know, should be. Right? That needs to be on a T-shirt. That needs to be on a coffee mug. That has to Mark. be. That that's merch. If we can, if merch. if this merch doesn't exist, that's Gotham State University and I am Vengeance. I am the Knight. I am Batman. Is is awesome. Uh, and merch. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then um, so then they gas the the 
thug, <laughs> one of the random ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and his only fear, his fear was going obviously back to to prison and being trapped in the cage. And then finally, Crane was gassed with the fear of bats and being Batman. Now, my question was, you know how the only thing I didn't say was when the crowd was gassed. The crowd is gassed, and then that's when they all attack Batman. They they decide, yeah, the the mob mentality comes in, like, and they just wanted to start fighting. So. What do you think the situation with that? Why did they want to fight Batman there? Because it should have been that was the one question that I had. Like, do you think it was was just it was very convenient for the scarecrow that all those people did he he I think he studied he started it? Did he start it and say so? And that's why they attacked Batman. He knew he studied all those people. I think he's I mean, I, I didn't think about this at the time, but. Right now, I'm thinking because he mentions it as he goes up the stairs, and then right? he's mentioned it before how he's he knows these people, he knows what these people's fears are. So I think he may actually have a profile on all these individuals, and knew that they were afraid of bats, and was holding that as kind of his, you know, his like defense. Last defense is like I'm going to spray them all, and they're going to attack him. That, I know. That might, I mean, and he's super devious. He just gets arrested at the end. He's hanging from the, um, hanging from the, uh, um, the ceiling fan and Bullock doesn't even recognize and him. I lost, and I lost that bet you, that we had. You thought he was going to really be at Arkham that. Asylum? Remember? Um, because a lot of, you know, like what I did read up is that, that he usually brings them back to Arkham Asylum. And I'm like, oh, Shit, it's too wrong already. Maybe this is maybe this was different because this is the first time anyone is in, introduced to the Scarecrow, including in Gotham. He's a new villain. He's not the Joker. The Joker was yeah. he was the Arkham Asylum. He came out. He broke out of Arkham and went back to Arkham. This is Doctor Jonathan Crane at Crane, you know, Laboratories or Crane Chemicals. Um, I forgot the exact title of his company now. Um, and they're actually not sh- sure if he's actually insane or just pure. Yeah, so I think he he dropped him off at Bullock's part office. Of it too. He's got to go through the arrest. They're going to do a psych study, and then he'll find his way into the insane asylum, maybe become part of the Arkham crew. But this, I mean, this is just intense television, awesome storytelling. This is going to be one of my top, th- like, top how can it be topped? How can it be topped? Like um, my my fear when we can talk about that at the end yeah. is like uh, t- this next episode just needs to be solid. It, it there's no way it's going to top it. Yeah, it this, just needs this to is... be a nice solid episode because this one is like do you know what I mean? It just can't be. No, they this... just have to do a, a good good episode here because that was prime. <laughs> top top notch, top tier, top, top shelf where Mama hides the cookies. <laughs> it is it, it my, I'm biased in the sense that my favorite movie of all time and what I think is the most important movie ever made is Batman Begins and this is the same story as that story so I'm like to, this is totally up my this is totally my jam you know what I mean like this is if there's a movie poster that I'm going to print out from this series it's going to be this one so far that one, right? didn't so I tell you it was good 
yeah, yeah. You, I, I almost don't want to see those things, but it, at this point, it didn't. It didn't live. I slowly exceeded. Like, it exceeded I, I my expectations blown again. Away. Yeah, yeah, blown away. Blown, blown away. I took like, it. I won't do that again. But I'm like, I was just like, holy shit, this is so good. And I'm thinking like, I'm like, I even have to the... at least let him know that this is insane. You're not going to believe it. You know, and but that you don't was need it. to do that though. No, but I, I was just. You don't, you're not trying to get me to watch it, so I'm already going to watch it. But yeah, I mean, the worst. No, I, mean, but I, was just the, so I don't want to know if you think it's a disappointment, and but either way, it's okay. But uh, but it was too good. Let's go through the book. Yeah, even though you sent that, and I'm like, oh, okay, now it's going to be really good. It exceeded that expectation just based on that. Exactly. A few more so, notes. Let's go through some more notes here. Batman in a COVID mask walking into the. Uh, it's, not, it's, a, it's a gas mask, but it's funny because it's pre-COVID. I don't even know if I would have recognized it, but post-COVID, every time I see a mask, I'm like, oh, my God, they have a mask on. But, like, it was not, like, uncommon to see masks in those kind of scenarios. But just post-COVID and where, you know, masks were just everywhere and it became, like, an everyday thing. Everyone has masks on their laundry, you know, masks all over their house. You know, uh, masks, I didn't think masks, about that. Masks in their car, masks everywhere, like, have a mask. Seeing Batman walk into that uh I think it was the uh, vault at the bank wearing, you know, a, a, one of the real good gas masks, COVID masks, though. But I thought that was kind of interesting to see. Um, it, this was obviously the first attack from the Scarecrow. Like, so, like, that, I mean, that's why a lot of the exposition, though. But, like, that was, it's the introduction, the first man bat, man bat. Even the attack, the attack scenes were his incredible. First. Like, I mean, there were so many different settings where they took place. It was nonstop action. More stolen evidence from Batman. He's hindering yeah. police. He's his. He's really hindering police investigation efforts. Like, and he's he's been like, so you know, I, that's the why he dropped him off there. I mean, yeah, he kind of owed him that, but like, would have been in trouble if he didn't, kind of thing. He's taking evidence and he's not letting the police know. I like, so it's, I'm fine with that, obviously. I'm actually kind of, it's, it's a little cheesy when he's working with the police as like a de facto, like, you know, a detective for the police, you know, and he's yeah. considered part of the police. It's kind of like the, when it gets a little weaker when he's just showing up at like, especially in Batman 66 when, He's just taking calls at the mayor, you know, with the, you know, with Commissioner Gordon right there in the police headquarters. Uh, it's one thing if he's on the roof of the headquarter building and like disappearing, like in Batman, uh, the Christopher Nolan series. But when he's like showing up for roll, roll call, when the police are going out for their, you know, nightly, uh, their nightly, uh, you know, checks, like, uh, I, I don't, it's fine. But like, it's just funny to see, like, when does he become uber, like pro cop? You know, it's not yet. He doesn't trust yeah. everyone yet. Bruce, you have failed me. This is in his when he's taking the toxin and he's and he's hearing his father. Bruce, you have failed me. You have disgraced the family name. So I think there's just gonna be a lot. They can't. And then there was like when he said failed, failed, failed. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. They really hit it. I, there's gonna be more of that. I would think moving forward. This was this show. Like, a... like his father was a huge part of this episode, um, with indirectly at least. Like if if, if people miss, you know miss that i mean it's basically it's a huge fissure in his psyche that just makes it seem like you know there's going to be we this what i like about this batman in fact my next point about this is that he was left weak you know he was and if it wasn't for the sprinkler system in the bank vault he's dead oh yeah 
You know, it took a you know, it's just and and by the way, those those sprinklers weren't like really set well where they took about 20 minutes of heavy fire, uh, heavy fire activity before they finally kind of started spraying down the room. But like, you know, he's got an obvious weakness in his psyche with that, like his uh, failing his father is his fear. It doesn't seem like one battle with the scarecrow is going to fix all that. So I just I feel like we're going to see a lot more of that in this series, which is really cool. Like not just a Batman that's that's like a Superman type villain that just never gets hurt and just fixes everything. You know what I mean? Right away, he, right. he seems like he's going to have some weaknesses that are you know taken advantage of. And did you like how he like how it went from like the Joker who plays around all the time? To the scarecrow, he don't he does play. <laughs> he just jumps right in and you know gets down to business. Uh, the um, the scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I this is a, yeah. No, he's just, he's got no game. He doesn't play any games. He just goes and atta- he attacks him straight up. He doesn't give him a little joke gift that blows puts a pie yeah, in his face, yeah. right? Well, he loves, you know, like, yeah, he likes playing around, teasing, and then all of a sudden we jumped in, and the Scarecrow, don't play, man. <laughs> I, Harvey Bullock says... He's hardcore. Zo- Harvey Bullock, Detective Harvey Bullock says, Zorro here. I like that, just as an insult, like, referring to Batman as Zorro, and then he dis- he disappeared. Yeah. Um, there's that weird... We're back at we're back at the... Uh, at... Uh, um, at Bruce the Wayne Manor, but we're actually in the Batman lair. If I forget what is, what is there a name for Batman's lair? Bat Cave. Bat Cave. Thank you. I'll be using that. in the <laughs> Bat Cave. Um, there, he's, there's the big. There's a television in there as well, and there's that ad. You'll feel like a million dollars. Yeah. It does. It doesn't. It didn't say what the product was. It I didn't, didn't even catch it, that, it just, but I remember. And um, I just feel like it, it had, it, it must, it, I think it plays in with his background and how he's from money and how, yeah. and how his father might be disappointed nice with him. with that. Right. Just a weird, just an ad, like the, everything, when a short episode like this, when everything is well written, there's just no throwaways, you know? Everything. Oh, yeah. Something. And then, um, Alfred with that troll and they're him. talking about imagine well, yeah, someone but, dressing and, up and scaring people and, and uh perhaps he flunked his ad because oh, he yeah, had yeah. stomach and he was very thin <laughs> so basically the scarecrow was bullied but we, at that time uh, at that time we um but alfred said maybe he failed phys ed did he know it was jonathan crane at that time yeah. Okay, that was at the way end then. Okay, because at the right at the time when I was referring to when the ad comes on, okay. there's there's no Robin. By the way, there's no Robin in this episode, which is a plus. Yes. You know, that would have. Yeah, that I'm more fond of when it's just one like just Batman personally. And we'll, and we'll see how they handle Robin in this show going forward. I like, don't actually mind this Robin so far. I only saw him once. I mean, I shouldn't say that yet. I mean, he doesn't seem to be too annoying. But sometimes Robin annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, and we saw, and I think it was just the the just that one episode just seemed just it kind of shocked the system. So back to no Robin, which was good for this episode, but we'll see. And I know he plays a role in this series going forward. So it'll just be interesting to see how, if we love or or less love episodes based on Robin's presence and his role in these. 
what right. I what I also like to see was un, an unshaven Bruce Wayne. He had the stubble. It's very one. It's not the easiest yeah. thing to pull off on a cartoon in a way because like it's it's quick and it's not like high def cartoon here. But you could tell that he's unshaven and it's just like Bruce waking up from that stupor and just feeling defeated. And Alfred trolls Bruce. He says, "Imagine someone dressing up and scaring people." You know, like and it's like uh, right. uh you know. And then I loved how he said he how proud he was of him. Like that was definitely a nice fatherly moment. Like did in Batman the the Batman Nolan series and I'm sure in the other series they made a deal about how like he was the butler as well for the father. Uh, oh yeah. But I they haven't yet directly said that. He said I he said it but he said he was proud of and, him. And he said he knows his dad would have been proud. Dad so there was there's so some indications that he knew him well. Yeah, they're hinting towards it. Like that they were like close. When the public starts attacking Batman because they also fear bats, you know, coincidentally, we talked about that before. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Crane says, marvelous, simply marvelous. And he, he said it in a way that I just, again, I, I, there was some kind of connection to previous, previous, you know, literate, literary references with that statement. I, I just I remember him just saying the way he did they with that laugh. Marvelous, simply marvelous. Another blimp in this town. This is the villain's oh, blimp, that. but it's huge. I knew. I it's knew huge. You. It's almost too big. Like I mean the the police blimp was nicely sized. It was floating in and around the, the city. It's got to be it's got to be overdone. This it's thing good. is this thing is flying through and it kind of goes to what Henry had said. Henry's like why when it blew up, did like nothing happen, you know? And which is, um, this is going to happen in cartoons all the time. Like they were fighting on, no one gets injured. I want to actually like get killed or fall, like where they hit the ground or like they, they've been hurt, but not, you know, like accidentally, you know, have any accidental deaths because they do do that in some cartoons, you know, or they don't show it or they imply it. But they actually show. But no, throughout this throughout this entire blimp crash sequence, and the fighting on top of the blimp, and it flying through and crashing into multiple buildings, and finally like like getting destroyed in the single building at the end. No police presence whatsoever. None. Oh, like, where were like so like maybe that's why Batman doesn't trust the police. It's like they obviously don't understand what's going on. They're missing things, which is one of those. And it's I don't want to call it like a flaw because it's just like it's a cartoon and it's fun and stuff like that. But it's just fun to like poke fun at that stuff too. Batman has been annihilated, and then one of his goons is like, "Then who's that?" And <laughs> it's Batman in the other direction. That was, that was an epic line. <laughs> and then I like um, I thought this was fun. I took a note on this. Uh, Jonathan Crane's like Anthony, take care of him. Like all of a sudden, the goons got a name. Like when did when when did this? Uh... Oh, you good good touch. I didn't even I missed a lot. Very specific, very specific goon that Doctor Crane. I mean, maybe that's why he, maybe he got a, he took a liking to him after he started calling him boss all the time. Got off screen, found out about Anthony's background. You know, where he's from, what he wants to do in life. And he's like, hey, this is a job just for Anthony here. Anthony, take care of him. Um, it's sweet that uh, Crane got caught by his own toxin. That's, again, that's that poetry of the story. 
Uh, poetry you know, in motion. Poetry in motion. Um, poetry in motion. Real beauty at the end here. Two roses at the Wayne um, gravesite. Thomas and Martha Wayne. Just the placement of those two, those two roses. Um, it yeah. just, it just, be- it was beautifully art done. And then Batman uh, in the character as uh, Bruce Wayne in shades, looking real primo. And it goes, it goes, it makes you wonder though why, if Robin does exist in this universe, why isn't Robin at least there for visiting the gravesite or something? So is he just a person that gets added on? You know, it will be interesting the formula that comes up why we see Robin. I don't care that Rob, I don't want Robin in shows if he's not needed. But like, it makes you wonder, like, you know, why wouldn't he have supported, you know, Batman? Um, when you know after all that but he's like hey batman i was out of town helping superman you know like maybe he comes in sorry i missed all the excitement with the who's this new guy the uh the scarecrow that sounds fantastic oh you know whatnot but it's i you have to kind of separate yourself from all those other side characters because they were supposed to exist in this universe but these are episodic you know flashpoints that you know they're just going deep on and they went real deep on the scarecrow they went deep, a deep dive, for sure. What are your I, What are your other notes? Well, with the first, like the first episode, you know, we had um, basically the bat. He was fighting another bat, right? And then moving into the Joker, and then now we've got the scarecrow like everyone's afraid of basically batman but they're introducing all these different characters but this was why i thought this was so epic was basically that it it had that psychology aspect to it you know like with the this would be la- this would be lo- labeled as like a psycho thriller if it was like a full yeah. length movie but I think it's called chiroptophobia, which is like a fear of bats. And like this, so basically though, like they're, they're, uh, it's a breakdown of everything we've seen so far. I like, I'm digging the order. It was in the order they were produced. Take it for what it's worth. They produced them in this order. So, so you think that they would at least have made it like, hey, here's our first top three, you know, scripts. Let's make these first, right? Right. You think that's that you think that there'd be some semblance of an order based on how they were made versus just randomly how they were presented on TV uh, later. So I'd like the order. We'll see. Uh, oh, let's. Uh, do you have other notes? Do you want to sh- share? Uh, I think. Well, there's always more, but I think we covered it. I think we covered a uh, lot of. It. Let's talk about then Henry's like two other notes. Um. I, I, Mr. Long or Dr. Long because he was working at the university so perhaps he's a, he's a doctor I, I don't recall right now uh, and again we're watching this at, we're we're talking about these shows episodes after viewing them once or twice and then we're talking about them. so we haven't studied them we haven't gone in and read all the deep dive analyses and picked up on all no. the little things these are our rough draft like first draft so so doctor it's actually dr long and you should know dr long is i don't know that stuff uh we don't don't know that stuff so 
why and but when and I didn't even we pick, don't need to know that stuff. And I didn't pick up on I didn't pick up on what Henry brought up, which was that he seemed desperate for all that money. Like his hands were on like that jar like around that uh that donation that donation basket. He was, he, was, like he, really was it. he was really guarding it. And he was very angry at Bruce. Right? Like I mean he wasn't like oh he didn't do like a deep sigh. And say, oh, gonna be a man. character that turns. Yeah, I, I, it, I just, I, th- I mean, and I don't want to, I don't want to do Google searching in between episodes. No, I'm, don't. I, I, I'm not no, going don't to. Do any of that. I'm not going to. That's the, that's the whole plan of this. No. That's why this is going yeah, no, to be a little unique. Like super uber self control. Well, we've committed not to just self control, but just yeah, it, be dedicated to our ignorance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dedicate, just dedicate ourselves to our ignorance on this uh, entire storyline and just watch it and just have fun with it with these podcasts. So, but I Dr. Long it. working at the university, he's so angry at Bruce. He knows the father, but he, he feels, he feels he has no, you know, inhibition to go right after Batman. I'm sorry, Bruce, and just rip him to shreds right in front of Summer Gleason. You know what I mean? Just like, you are disgraced to your family's name. What have you become? And then later is, de- doesn't, I mean, my son's word is desperate, but like, he, he's obviously holding on to the money. It's all about money, you know, raising money. And, you know, and we don't hear about him. I do, I do have a feeling, I have an itching feeling that Dr. Long is a character that we see again. And obviously, Jonathan Crane thinks so. Yeah, I think so too. Jonathan Crane is a scarecrow. He's going to Arkham. He's going to return in this series. I'm pretty damn sure. So. Oh, he has to. He has Definitely. to. So we're going to see the scarecrow again. So. Thirty-eight episodes. There, there's sixty-five in season one. Sixty-five. 60, I thought it was thirty-eight. No, sixty-five in season one. Oh wow! Cool. Then he's definitely coming back. He's, and Doctor Long, might, I, mean, I just like we see Summer Gleason. She doesn't even get her name in the in the Christmas with the Joker. Here she becomes a character that obviously has a history with Batman. You would think, or with Bruce Wayne. So there's just when Catwoman, Catwoman's gonna make her move. These com these 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 uh, individuals are gonna come and go, and we're gonna see them and learn more about them. The next episode, season one. Episode four, by way of DVD, on HBO Max is season one, episode fifteen, "The Last Laugh." It's with the Joker. We're gonna have some more Joker action for the next episode. Are you kidding? Nope. Back to the Joker. Are you kidding me? I wonder if Robin's gonna be in this one, we'll or see. just him We'll see if the last laugh. Is, is, wait, it's I do have I have some notes here. The last laugh actually takes place on Halloween night. No, I'm just joking. So they seem to go uh, like holiday edition. No, I made that up. I made that up. Oh. <laughs> Whenever the Joker, you know, like there was always like even like a television sitcoms, there was like even even if like even if the show was taking place in the summer and they were presenting it through the fall as if it was summer, they'd still somehow sneak a Christmas episode in there. You know what I mean? Oh and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's Christmas. Like what? I thought it was like September. Like school had just started, and now you're now you're forcing a Christmas episode because in the viewing calendar, it takes place in December, which is always 
in hindsight, so funny to watch because it's on Netflix or on these other streaming shows and you're watching them dis like displaced from the time of the year oh, in which they were originally yeah. on. And so it it doesn't matter if it's Christmas. You know what I mean? Like so yeah. so when they force it in that timeline it's really funny. And then I also Still, it's looking back on it, it's it's funny to see, but it, at the time it was like, and it was expected. In fact, it was um, it was a sin if you didn't uh, if you didn't um, present it like this, where Christmas is real, a real miracle. Santa Claus is real in the television universe. You know, no matter if it's Full House or some serious show that was in prime time or some other television show, there was always yeah. like. There's yeah, always there was, there was always a miracle, and they had to do an acknowledgement of like Santa is real, just to keep it going in the public yeah. sphere. That's how it was in the eighties and the nineties. FCC. I wonder if the FCC had guidelines. Like, here's the rules of the road if you're going to be on prime time on the public airwaves: CBS, ABC, NBC, uh, eventually Fox. Christmas is real. Santa Claus is real. <laughs> you must have one episode a season that covers this material, and you must uh, have an episode that indicates that Santa is in fact real, and everyone should be believers. Like, okay, we got it. But that's why I was joking. Like, we already had Christmas with the Joker on Christmas, and then the next episode is like, well, it's the Halloween episode. Let's bring Joker back, and it's gonna be like Joker's gonna be around for all of, like the seasonal. <laughs> But I just want to end with too. Like, I'm. This just just has to be a solid episode. Um, it doesn't have to over. I mean, there's no way that they can can uh, top it. You don't think? Top it, but it just might be a con- it might be a constant. Con- I think I think it's gonna be it's, I think it's gonna be hills and valleys. Yeah, well, and, and we're at the top. And we're at the top of a hill. We just don't know. That's why they had to bring the Joker back because it has to be a solid episode. Because that was they knew it. They knew it when they made it. They knew when they made it. They're like, "How do we follow up on this?" And my thought is, Patty, is that in this hills and valleys, which is going to be, um, which also, by the way, is really the funny, a funny connection to Back to the Future. Total other kind of like awesome universe to talk about at some point too. But Hill Valley is the name of the show. Like, is it a hill or is it a valley? Which one is it? Like you can't have both, you know, but they went with, you know, Hill Valley. Um is we are on top of a hill. And it feels like we're on top of the tallest hill that could ever be there. But we don't know what's around this next turn, right? We don't know when you go up the next valley and down the valley because there's likely to be a valley when you climb up the next hill that it like totally supplants the previous hill. And I just, with the lore of what this show has in the universe, it can't just top at third, you know, episode three. Like, oh yeah, it peaked peaked at episode three. It might be a constant peak and that might be why. Oh, I I definitely, I just mean like after like a, a spectacular episode like that this one just needs to be a solid episode and i like, and i say it just as a way of a, like just being a fanboy for now just like i just see this yeah, like, i'm just i'm excited to see what could possibly happen with this next one and i want yeah, I feel, you know what i mean yeah i almost feel like watching it after we're done yeah well that's one reason sure. i want to keep these uh, once we watch them i'm you know i'm right now my my the way that i'm doing is i watch it twice the first time i watch it with no notes and, oh, uh, me too. and then the second time I watch it with the captions on and I watch it and I take a few notes on my phone. Um, and this was the absolute first time where I actually, like the third one, 
where I actually sat in and relaxed and just took in the entire freaking episode. Like, it just engulfed me, and it was spectacular. <laughs> that's fine. Sorry. No, that's I a good way. That. No, that's good. But, like, it was spectacular. Old and um oh and uh so you already talked about which episode we're doing next the, what's the number again it's season one on H- hbo max it's season one episode 15 the last laugh the last laugh yeah. and we should add with um basically the premise of this what hidden terror keeps the batman awake at night that is what um Basically, it was all about Scarecrow. Until next time, this has been the Pelican Pod. That was amazing.